Hello. Hi, Tom. Hi, I'm Tom from You Know I Got Soul. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you, Tom. Thank you for taking some time out for this interview. We appreciate it. My pleasure. So definitely want to get started talking a bit about the history. You guys just celebrated the 30th anniversary of your guys' debut in Vogue's debut, Born to Sing. Um, and yes. had a special 30th anniversary edition of it you released. Um, just reflect back on that album, what you remember about creating that masterpiece. Oh, um, well, it was it was an exciting time for us because it was our first project together. And we would spend a lot of time with our producers, Denzel Foster and Thomas McElroy, um, listening to music, talking about direction, um, kicking around, writing, you know, um, ideas, kicking around writing ideas. Um, our, our producers invited us to co-write with them, which was, you know, sort of unheard of, you know, for an artist first project. So um, that, that, that project, um, it, it was a reflection of, of all of us, six of us, the, the four girls and our pr two producers, just um, bringing together our um, life experiences and putting it into music, um, bringing together some social awareness topics that we all um, felt connected to and putting them to music. But it was a very exciting time for us. Awesome. You know, everyone knows you, you know, you're an amazing vocalist, but can you tell us, you know, your creative process, you know, on that album and on, on the later albums, you know, the work you put in the studio creating the music? Well, um, we would have about um, six hour studio days, maybe five or six days a week. Really, it took us about three months to do the entire project, to be honest. And um, but so we would come together about six days a week. Denzel Foster and Thomas McElroy would have they would be creating music tracks sort of in the process. And every time they had a track or a skeleton of the track, we would listen to it. Um, they might have an idea on here's kind of the melody of how we want the hook. We're thinking about this subject what do you think about that can you each write a verse or you know can you write the verse you're going to sing or let's just write the whole song together so it was a lot of a lot of writing together a lot of listening to tracks sometimes we would record stuff that we after we heard it we didn't think it would work so we would throw it out and start again um it was a lot of fun though and we were you know young and giddy us girls and so and so sometimes honestly we didn't get very far uh, creating because we would just go into these laughing fits. Like <laughs> somebody would just do something or say something funny or make a funny face. And then we would just lose our composure and we couldn't work after that. And Denny would be mad at us. Oh. He would send us home. He would send us home and say, come back tomorrow. Cause we would just, you know, after a few hours, we would just be so silly and lose it. But, so it was a lot of fun. We, we had some really fun moments. That's awesome. You know, undeniably a classic album, you know, for your first one, which is awesome. But when you approach creating music on the next couple of projects, how did you, you know, approach it? Because topping a classic album is not an easy thing to do. So did you feel pressure to, to go above and beyond? And you did, you were, were able to, which is great. Well, we felt and our producers felt like the most important thing is to just lay the foundation of start with the signature sound. What, you know, first of all, we are all evolving people. And so just continue to do what we did in the first place, which is put into music our life experiences, things that matter to us, 
um, and just allow the evolution process of who we are to continue. But it was necessary to um, sit it all on the foundation that we established, which was the signature harmonies, Right. The, the grooves, uh, you know, that Denzel Foster and Thomas McElroy would come up with and to make sure that each vocalist, we continue trading off uh, singing lead. Like there was never, you know, we set that um, standard where everybody in the group sang lead. Nobody became just the, the, the sole lead singer. So we tried to just continue um, with the formula, but just, you know, an, an, an right. evolved formula. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I think it's great that you put up the 30th anniversary edition, gave us a chance to hear some unheard songs, some remixes that weren't heard as much, you know, and, and reminded us of how great of a project that was. And um, this came a couple years after Electric Cafe, your guys' latest album, 2018. Yes. What do you remember about uh, that project? That project, gosh, um, that was a long project. It took us a long time to get that project done. Um, and I want to say start to finish, probably at least a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And we, um, and it wasn't, and it was different this time too. You know, um, this time we recorded it not in a studio, not in a recording booth. We recorded it at, at Denzel Foster's house and he had, it, now it was just a computer and a microphone set up with a, you know, a little foam wall around it. Um, but everything was was done on his computer, and so it wasn't um, like we started in the beginning. It was the the thick, really big tapes, and um, it, you know, it was just all raw. Um, so, the, but also in the writing process, we did a lot of writing, and again, we um, it was you know our life stories and things that are relevant to us. But we overwrote, mm. and when we and when we thought we were done. After, you know, we, we decide, no, we're not done. We, it still needs something. So we kept going back into, you know, out of what is that something? What is it? You know, and so we just continued to write. So that was a much longer process for it. But I will say uh, for us, but it was an easier process than in the beginning. Um, mm. uh, you know, just because um, recording has evolved from what it yeah. used to be. You know, I think it, I think it's digital now. You know, it used to be analog and you know, so it's a lengthier, but, but easier at the same yeah. time. You know, I saw someone in the comments mention the song Rocket. And now what's so special about that song, what, that became a hit single for you guys. It really showed that, you know, you guys have had hits in so many different generations and so many different decades, which just shows your, the longevity of In Vogue and, and the legendary legacy of the group. So what did that mean for you to have that hit? Oh, wow. It meant a lot. To us because you know this many years in the game there's not a lot of artists that that can continue doing what they love so many years I mean I would have never thought that you know we started in uh, our first uh, single came out in 1990 and in 2018 I would have never thought way back then that we would still be performing or recording um, I just never would have thought it and so you know I guess it, it you know it it I'm really happy that our fans jumped on board because, you know, throughout the years, there have been a few different configurations of, of the brand in Vogue. And it just showed that we still had a, a pretty good fan base and that they 
you know, um, they, they were willing to accept new music from us and to continue to be supportive. And, um, and so it felt really good, you know, it felt, and it feels like a a blessing, you know, that we can continue doing what we love so many years later. That's awesome. What was the journey like even getting to release that album? Because it had been so long between albums, you know, I'm sure many R&B fans and lovers weren't sure if Invogue was ever going to come with another project. So what was it like getting to that point? Oh, it was really easy, really. I mean, we had we had been out touring and doing a lot of work, and we just decided. And, you know, fans had been asking us, when are you going to release a new project? <laughs> you know? And so after some, you know, so many people continue to ask us that, we were like, yeah. We got to release another. Let's just do it. And so then it was finding the right partnership, um, which was a little bit of a journey, too, you know, because, you know, it's not for us signing to a a major record label wasn't the way we want it to go. And and the whole record industry game has changed so much. So so many artists are either doing it, you know, doing it on their own labels and, um and partnering with a distribution company. And so for us, it was like, okay, which distribution company? Because we definitely need to do it on our own label. Um, And so it was that aspect. And then it was also, okay, you know, um, we got to, uh, you know, make sure there's money to promote it, right? You know, and, um, you know, see if we can get our our, uh, distribution company to put money into a video. Because for us, we we didn't want to just release a single without a visual because in the past, I think one of the things that um, has been such a big help to music, to the sale of music and to um, the way that it, it sits with, with a listener, with a fan and um, lasts in their memories is the visual. So there's the visual and there's the music. And when you have those two, that's a winning combination. So to release a single, we had to have a video. And right. and we, you know, so there was that whole aspect of it. And so we came, we found the director and the concept. And we found, like, we, we got the perfect partnership with the video as well. So it was distribution, music, video. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um you know, obviously, in Vogue has been through a couple of lineup changes over the years and, and things like that. Um, you know, what is the challenge like of staying together as a group and, and keeping that gel? Because as you guys grow up and, and grow apart, how do you keep it together? Well, um, I think first we we have to, um, you know, Terry and I are the, the two original found, founding members. And so the first thing for us is to be um, is to be united in what is the vision? What is the vision? Not just short term, but what's the long term vision? And are we willing to, you know, if if one member decides to leave or another member decides to leave, because you know, we you're like, you, you grow up, you know, you evolve, um, and your, your individual um, vision for your life can change. And so when that happens, you know, for us, it's like, how, how are we going to, okay, how are we going to keep the brand moving? Are we willing to incorporate a new member or two, if that's necessary? And so for us, it was necessary. Um, we've got a fan base out there that loves in vogue. Obviously, our two former members have their own very big fan base, you know, but we've got a fan base just for Terry and I that they they wanted the group to continue on. They didn't want the group to totally break up and fall apart. And so they were willing to accept new members in. So the first thing is that we have to have 
um, you know, a short term and a long term um, vision and goal and just sort of stay on that same page. And the other thing for Terry and I, and I'll say Rona Bennett, who is our, our current member, um, we all still love what we do. We love performing. We love engaging with our fans. We love writing and creating new music. And so I think that as long as we still have a passion for it and somebody wants to come out and see us perform or somebody wants to see it, you know, hear new music from us, we're willing to do that. You know, it's a, it's a labor of love. And, um, and that's really it. It's just knowing that we want to continue moving the brand forward, growing the brand and, and just keeping ourselves out there, um, to perform and, uh, engage with our fans. Love it. So happy you guys are keeping the brand alive and keeping it moving. And, and on Thank that you. note, you know, what can we expect going forward? I know we're in crazy times right now, but what does Invogue have planned in the future? Well, short term, this is our, our 30th anniversary. So uh, initially we had tours mm. planned, but of course every, that just started evaporating. So we don't really know what the future of touring is right now, unfortunately. So what we've been doing is, is just connecting and taking advantage of, of the internet and social media platforms and connecting with our fans um, through the internet. And so we have launched the Funky Divas podcast, which mm. is available on all podcast platforms and it's also, um, you can see the visual on YouTube. So we've been doing that. And that's really just um, sitting down and, and sharing our journey with our fans. And sometimes the story within the story that you may not always have heard um, in interviews. And we'll have uh, Frank Gatson, current, the current uh, new uh, podcast is with Frank Gatson, longtime choreographer and um, visionaire. Yeah. And um, our producers, Denzel Foster and Thomas McElroy, um, people that have worked with us since the beginning, like our, our fabulous publicist, Sheila Eldridge. And you may hear from people like Sylvia Roan, who was the head of our record label and who signed us. So there's, there's a lot of little uh, stories. And we also will answer some uh, questions that fans are throwing at us. And then one of the other things that we are doing, as you mentioned, it is the release, the re-release of our Born to Sing album. Uh, with on Rhino Records, so that's something that our um, we are sharing. And then another thing that we're doing is we are doing something called the Hold On hashtag um, Hold On Together initiative, and that's just um, you know in these times we realize that there are so many people who are um, who are feeling down and depressed and lonely because um, there's no no real physical, social interaction. I mean, there's a lot of people that live with a lot of family members, but there are a lot of people that are alone. Uh, there are a lot of elderly people and family members who aren't getting any visits. And so we are um, encouraging our fans to share your hold on story, uh, your hold on videos, uh, hold on together. And so it could be um, you on the phone or FaceTiming with grandma or just showing that you're, you're calling a, a friend or a close relative, but really it's about staying engaged and just letting everybody know we're all in this together. So let's reach out and uh, reach out to those people, especially that are, are alone and hashtag it and post your videos and show us how you're holding on with us, holding on together. And we also um, posted um, in our uh, podcast, a uh, at home hold on performance of each of us performing live hold on and we had it all edited together nice. um and so that's something too but really it's just about um keeping ourselves engaged and keeping our fans engaged with us and until we can get past this <laughs> awesome i love right. that you're doing all that stuff that's great and Thank um you. just one last question i know we're almost out of time 
but could you just feel me, you know, reflect on the original story of how In Vogue was formed? I love hearing about how you guys originally came together. You know, I think it's a really unique story compared to other groups. Can you reflect on that? Yes. So our producers, well, I'm going to call them Denny and Tommy because you already know who they are. They had a, um, a deal uh, with um, Atlantic Records to form a girl group. And so they had a cattle call and mm-hmm. uh, initially they wanted, they wanted a three girl group. Cause that was the, you know, it's kind of the common number three. And so uh, Terry and I, Terry Ellis and I had a mutual friend. Now she's in college in Texas in her, you know, last year. And um, this friend told both of us about the audition. So I lived in the Bay area, San Francisco Bay area. So I went on the day of the audition. The day I was there, it was me, Maxine, Dawn, Terry, and another young lady. And Terry flew in later, by the way, um, she missed her, her flight was delayed. And so we got there in the morning. She didn't get there until the afternoon. So for the other four of us young ladies, minus Terry, um, Tommy and Denny had a song that they had already written and they already had the track recorded. And they wanted us to learn that song on the spot, go in there and you get one shot to sing lead. So each of us went in there and, you know, did our best to sing lead. We laid some background, some background vocals. And then um, later Terry got there. And so I took her out to my car and went over the song with her really quickly. And then she went into the, the uh, recording studio and did her thing. And then after that, later we all added more background harmonies. And then that was it, you know, and uh, uh, it was probably, uh, gosh, maybe two or three weeks later, everybody went home and yeah. uh, we got the call from Denzel Foster and Thomas McElroy that we made it into the group. And they decided to keep four of us mm-hmm. instead of three because they, they really liked our, our vocal harmonies and chemistry, but they also like the personality chemistry. Like they really liked how we, our, our personalities gelled and they felt like they all had the look. So that was it. They called us um, and told us you made it into the group. And, you know, we were just over the moon. Yeah, I, I personally, I, I didn't think I was going to get into the group, honestly, because when I heard Max and Don and Terry go in and do their thing, I was like, there's no way I'm getting in this group because they were, they were so soulful and so good, just right on the spot. And I just felt like, no, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. So I was, I was really surprised. That's <laughs> to amazing. Made. Love that story. Thank you for sharing that. So we're just about out of time before we get out of here. Anything you would like to say? Um, I just want to say uh, thank you to all of our fans for supporting us this many years um, and um, and that you continue to support us. And um, hey, if you um, if you want interested, check out the Born to Sing remix album and check out our podcast on all podcast platforms and and or on In Vogue um, Funky Divas channel on YouTube. And um, thanks for supporting us. Thank you, Tom, for supporting us as well. Absolutely. Thanks and, so much um, for your time, Cindy. God bless we appreciate everybody you. And we'll get past it. Yeah. Thank you. Glad and Vogue is still here and Thank you. always happy to support. Take care, Cindy. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Bye, everybody. Okay.